Hey. <laughs> What's up, man? How you feeling? I'm cool. Jesus Christ. I know you was a little under the weather. I feel, yeah, I feel great. I stayed stayed in bed uh, from Thursday to this morning. I feel much, much better. Sorry uh, to everyone last episode. I was out, out for the count. But I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm back in a better. How did, what did Tiller say? How was that? Add some yeah, auto tune into that. No, it was that. <laughs> it's exactly what you just said. Okay, but you're gonna add auto tune, right? And yeah. You gonna auto tune that? Mm-hmm. Uh, make them sound beautiful. He already sounds beautiful. So you, are you feeling all right? Feeling better? I do. I feel. I feel great. You're feeling better, and I think pe- everyone tried to kill me this weekend. Everyone what? has their air conditioners on. Let's just put that out there. It's mm-hmm. still fucking forty eight degrees at night. Yeah. Maybe reaching fifty nine. 60 in the daytime. What's worse, that or when you live in a building where they control the heat? Oh, no, and no, no, it's, no, 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 no. It's September, but it still feels like wanna, August and I, they turn the heat on. I want to control my own heat. Those mm. days are over. Like, I don't want the super that lives in downstairs sure. that's never home to just like turn the heat up to something and just like leave the building. Don't some touch of, the pipe. Some of them are automated. Yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't like that. Um, those days are over. Let me control my, my temperature in my domain, please. I, I will say, and this, I don't know if this is going to be a relatable pod, but when I got a like an actual thermostat changed my life. When I got a washing machine in my uh, crib, I'll never go back. Change your life. I'll never go back. It's just, it's the little things. You'll literally have to evict me before I leave without my washing you never machine. Noticed, you never noticed how much you wanted to have your own washing dryer? I dog, I would just buy new clothes because I just didn't want to do laundry anymore. Yeah, now I, I now I just do fucking laundry every day for fun. <laughs> laundry is, doing laundry is therapeutic. I like I like doing laundry. I hate folding and putting clothes away. Cleaning cleaning to me is therapeutic. I agree. Like cleaning to me, getting rid of stuff, you know, removing some of the old shit and mm-hmm. making space for new. To me, that's therapeutic. It's like a cleanse. You need that. I get it. Um, well, shit. Should we start with a song? Yeah. Let's start with a song. A groovy little tune, if you will. This Sid project. I want to see Sid live. I've never seen her live. I've seen the internet live. Does that count? Yeah. Then it was really good. This is Sid Control from Broken Hearts Club. The context is, I like it. That's why we're playing it. And we're playing it just because we like the song. We love Sid. Think she's amazing. Every Sid album, she has at least one record where she gets her full-blown Aaliyah bag. And I don't think anyone does the Aaliyah bag better than Sid. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I, who would do it better? Drake? That's funny. <laughs> That's I don't want to uh, laugh at that, but it's it's funny. Um, he does a great Aaliyah bag though. Drake has an Aaliyah bag. Let's. I don't. I mean, it's not, it's a unisex bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Drake, yeah, he has an Aaliyah bag for sure. Did anyone else besides me judge that Kendrick bar on Take Care? What was the bar? He came with the Jeep with the doors missing. All, all he was missing was Aaliyah. <laughs> Shut up, Kendrick. <laughs> I mean, listen, it happens. Some of our favorite rappers, sometimes they drop a bar and it's kind of like, I wish he didn't say that. That, enti- that entire thing, in retrospect, that feature is weird. Drake and Kendrick is, is weird? What was that Poetic Put- Justice? No, no, no. This was on Take Care when they he put oh, him at the care. end of uh, Marvin's room. It was just like a Kendrick uh, verse. Yes, yes. Granted, at that point, Kendrick wasn't Kendrick, and it was a look. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't even like... like, like, yeah, there's, like a, there's a dedication to Drake like on his album. <laughs> See, it was, it was just weird to me, man. Shit, I, I don't understand nah, it. I, that's what I'm saying. You definitely... You're, you're, the way you're breaking it down, you're definitely making it very weird. 
Like now I'm thinking and I'm reliving the song and I'm like, at the time it didn't feel weird. But years later, it's kind of like, like I don't need to hear how you were in Toronto waiting at lunch for him to arrive. <laughs> what if they had a business meeting? They did. Yeah, so it happens. It happens. You have a business meeting, homeboy's late. It's okay, mm-hmm. you order a salad, a tea or something, wait for him. And then they proceeded to throw subs at each other until <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been a rough lunch. <laughs> Who picked up the check? Think they did separate checks? Uh, they, that's nasty if they did. Just two people's separate checks? Y'all hate each other. If two people go to lunch and y'all get separate checks, y'all don't, y'all don't fuck with each other. I've done that one time. You didn't fuck with the person? No, I did. I didn't fuck with the move that they made. Because I'm always like, if we're going to split it, let's just split it down the middle or one person pay. Mm-hmm. Right. I had went to lunch with a friend from college and he wanted to go to a steakhouse. And I was in the middle of a work day. I was like, I don't need a full steak. Mm-hmm. I got a salad and I got a water. Mm-hmm. He got a fucking full-blown ribeye, two <laughs> sides, uh, some whiskey that was like probably $100 for a shot. Mm-hmm. And then the check came and he was like, you just want to split this? <laughs> I said, I said, Mike, no. <laughs> you should just pick this whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave the tip. I'll, I'll, I'll leave the $30 tip. Don't worry about it. I think my iceberg lettuce doesn't really qualify to your slab of meat over there, sir. But there's a there's 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 check etiquette, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't have check etiquette. You don't have it. We discussed this already. I don't have check etiquette. Wow, you just found out how? Because <laughs> you pick up other people's checks when they're on dates. <laughs> oh, that's check etiquette. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It is. <laughs> what do you mean? There's nothing ethical friend- about that. Like yeah, we've been down people, this already. That's what I'm saying. People took that way out. That wasn't like a girlfriend. That was like that was a friend. Like if that was like an ex, that's nasty. There's drama in the white world. I have to inform you guys. In the white world, oh, I, I love I don't white know and if, white crime. I don't know if you guys will even care or know, but we may have some white listeners. Do you guys know when Practical Jokers broke up? Yeah. Oh really? Fam, I didn't know that. I guess Listen, I'm part of white first world. and Practical Jokers break up, and every day I wake up. What happened? Somebody, somebody got a problem with Hove. Somebody didn't show the accounting. Oh my God! What happened? So, do, are you familiar with the show? Absolutely, I love it. Impractical Jokers. Ironically, Joe. <laughs> oh God! There goes that segue. Um, Joe posted, and I was late to the party because I don't follow them on IG because mm. um, I only follow women that will probably end up being bad for me mm. on there. Um, not actual healthy things. He had posted, I think, around like New Year's that he was leaving the show. Him and his wife are getting divorced, and he's got to focus on <clears> on <throat> kids and all that other shit. And they, they just started a new season with like guest hosts and shit. I saw Eric Andre was on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. Oh, so you I'm think not that's... Buy, I, I think there's a conspiracy. You think that something happened? You don't know if something happened? I don't know. Oh, I don't so... think it's because of a divorce and you got to focus on the kids. I get it. Everyone's trying to get their family back. But that's true. Everyone you can get your family back and do it's a prank still, show. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody has kids and they still continue to work with the people that they created platforms with i don't want to put this on joe's jacket but <clears throat> i think i think joe did some shit man and he had to get far the fuck away from them so can uh, we can we find out the guy's full name so we, people joe, gatto. Sure. joe gatto yes. joe gatto yeah. joe gatto ironically the person i went to lunch with was mike gatto so the gattos are all fucking crazy oh, so are they cousins they're both from staten island oh they're, they're definitely cousins 100%. Yeah. So absolutely. Joe Gatto shocked his impractical jokers viewers when he announced that he was a part in the comedy series and amid his split from his wife's his wife, Bessie Gatto. Joe and Bessie. Oh, him and his wife broke up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then that's different. He going through a divorce. That's, that's, Still, that's, though. It's hard to crack jokes when you're going through a divorce, bro. 
Do you think maybe he was trying to get away from the show just in case she tried to take like half the show? Like if she tried to take Murr in the divorce? Hmm. She didn't take the impractical? I don't know if she could take she half take the, the impractical. show, but maybe she could take half of his pay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he probably wants to step away from the show, renegotiate his contract. I don't know, man. Take I'm, less I'm, I'm, until the divorce is over and then like re-up. Again, Joe, I think, was probably my favorite on that show. But I don't know. He, he adopts a, a lot of dogs. He's a really nice person. <clears throat> oh, if you there adopt does, dogs, I, I love you. I, yeah, I know. But those, I don't know, overly nice people that do acts of charity, I just always feel like they have like a basement full of dead bodies. There's something like, why are you so fucking nice? Yeah. There's something up with you, and I don't like it. It's like you're trying to make up for something fucked yeah. up about you that people don't know about. And I and I don't want to put this on Joe, but I just I'm not buying this whole this whole uh, IG caption shit. And I'm in, I'm invested, and I don't really have a lot of white folks like to discuss impractical yeah. jokers like with, so I have to come here and talk to you guys about it. <laughs> no, but I was I, I was fucked up. I mean, we got to keep an eye on. Let's keep an eye on this thing because this, this is a developing story in the white world. And I, I will say, I, I won't say uh, my source. Mm-hmm. I did uh I did DM someone that that works on the show. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I have I have a mole over there. Okay, and I said, break up, huh? And he slash c she said, LOL. And I said, what's the real story? She said, LOL. I think I got my answer. Two LOLs means that nothing's funny. No, yeah. <laughs> nothing's funny at all. <laughs> this is no. nothing funny. And that IG caption wasn't it. Yeah, two LOLs. <laughs> it's like, all right, there's some serious shit going on over there. And I watched one of the interviews, a clip, <clears> and they were just like, yeah, we're all still friends. And, you know, we just are going in different directions. And we mm-hmm. need, I was like, oh, yeah, something happened. Anytime you do that, we're still friends and we're just going in different directions. That's, what, that's you trying to smooth it over. That, that's what Tip and Fife were saying to each other. And then yeah. we saw the doc. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to keep an eye on that, man, because I, I like that show a lot. I love that that's show. That's a really, really great show. Um, well, we have some sad news to report to our listeners and our viewership. Mm-hmm. No, Rory and I are not breaking up because everybody no. seems to think that that's what's happening. Uh, is, th- is that what people <laughs> say? Narrative? I get You know, people make up dumb shit all the time. I would have been scared. Um, our, our lovely uh, assistant producer, studio mom, oh my gosh. Damaris, has been banned from Air Jamaica. <laughs> Uh, she went on vacation to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. How you get banned from Air Jamaica? And uh, well, you could bring a brick on there and not get banned. <laughs> well, this is she got banned because she was dressed like Chiquita from Belly, <laughs> trying to get on the, on the plane. She had some she dressed uh, like Spice, I believe, what they call poom poom shorts. Mm-hmm. Poom she had some poom poom shorts on, and the the pilot came out the cockpit and said, "Ma'am, you cannot." There are children. Yeah, there are children on this flight. Way too much ass that you're throwing around walking through the aisles. Can you please put some pants on? So I just think anyone that <clears throat> wears shorts of any kind on a plane should be stuffed in the overhead compartment. I just hate people. Like I don't, I don't care who you are. You can be the I'm baddest not, bitch on earth. I don't want to see anyone's legs yeah, on a flight. Not, I just don't. I'm, I'm gonna not, wear pants. I'm not the guy that travels according to the weather that he's going, coming from, or going mm. to. I dress for comfort. Like if you're leaving Jamaica or the islands, I think that you can put on. Some sweatpants and a t-shirt. Going to the airport. Carry your hoodie. Yeah. Like, and then once you get to your gate, throw your hoodie on. Like, airplanes are cold, first of all. They're mm. fucking freezing. So I don't care. Like the custom. Like, it's like... Yeah, just wear a sweatsuit. Well, you know Damaris probably went straight from the strip club, <laughs> didn't realize what time her flight was, and just what she wore to the strip club. She Absol- went. Absolutely. So she's been banned from Air Jamaica. She can mm-hmm. no longer fly the friendly skies with Air Jamaica anymore. So we just want to say, you know... We don't Sorry. even know if she'll be able to get into the country. Yeah, like Ooh. we just want to apologize to Air Jamaica on Damaris's behalf. They might put her in the in the cages with the kids. Yep. 
I mean, I escaped, so. You escaped from one of the cages? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know who I'll be contacting. <laughs> <laughs> what's ice? What's ice number? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, someone you might want to talk to. Um, speaking of of wearing things, I saw a video over the weekend that I posted on my close friends. Mm-hmm. Women, I I know, we're down with wigs, eyelashes, makeup, yes, surgery, all, all of the fixings, yeah, yeah, waist trainers, yeah. I was not aware that women are putting fake hips into their pants before they leave the house. No, you didn't know that? Yeah. They're taking what I used to wear in high school football and putting it on their side. You did high school football? Yes, but I did not keep my pads, so I cannot uh, give you a waist trainer shape. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, this this is... I don't ever want a woman that has fake hips in at the moment to ever ask for honesty from me. I will never be upfront with you. You will never get the real me. This is why... We have to take a stand at some point. But see, this is why Keenan Ivy Waynes is one of the greatest producers, directors, creators that our culture has ever seen. Because uh, years ago, uh, and I'm, the movie I'm Gonna Get You Suck, a classic movie if mm. you guys have never seen it, uh, he meets a young lady at the bar uh, and and... Carl, this is where you can insert that part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, meets a young lady at the bar, starts flirting, you know, how that whole thing goes, goes back to the apartment and, you know, they're having a conversation and it becomes a conversation about honesty. Mm. And the lady's like, okay, well, since we're being honest or whatever, you know, these eyes aren't really my color. She takes her contacts out, takes her wig off, you know, yeah. takes her leg off, takes her ass out. <laughs> And, you know, it's funny because at at the time, it was just, like, hilarious. We laughed. But now you fast forward almost 30 years later, and it's, like, the norm almost for, you know, people to have all of these enhancements, and this is not really how they look. This is not really how they're shaped. So, you know, we really got to thank Keenan Ari Wayans because he was ahead of his time with this, and he tried to let us know, like, yo, listen, man, it's it's not what it looks like out there. I'm buying stilts. I'm going to the club with stilts on. Well, they have those. They have the insoles now that you can put inside your sneakers that make you, I think, four inches, five inches taller. I'm getting stilts, and the stilts are for me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting them for me, not yeah. not for y'all. No, 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 no. They're for, for me. For I did you. it for me. Yes. I'm gonna get stilts. Okay. Because this is I've I've had enough, and I'm gonna kick every chick in the club and call them broke. Well, you with know, my they, stilts, they do have like the um, not that you know I've been doing any research on this, but they do have the penis enlargement surgery for men now. And this is a real thing. Men I don't can care now get their penises yeah. enlarged. I don't care that much. Yeah, I don't mean either. Like, what I got is what I got. You know, if this ain't enough, then I'll just, you know. By the time you, you find out, I'm I, I beat. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I came already. It's, 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 I came already. It's like, it's whatever. That's all I got for you. Um, but yeah, that is a, a surgery now. And it was an interesting conversation online um, because women were laughing at that. Mm. And they were saying, like, any man that goes and gets this surgery is absolutely fucking crazy. Well, we get I, it for us. I'm getting my dick enlarged from me. Listen, listen. From me. I'm just, I'm just telling you what Ugh, these women think. It's all for them, and uh, and it's sad, you know, Nasty. because it's not like what if I want to see, what if I feel like washing my penis, but I want it to be bigger. Like I feel like I need to wash more meat. You mm. know what I mean? Like I should have that say so. My I should entire be childhood, to- I was just made fun of with the curves, and now I'm finally embracing the curve of my dick. I can finally be me <laughs> and embrace who I hey, am as a person. Getting a penis enlargement is sick, though. Like, when you think about it, that, and then it does, that's just sick. That's, that's, it's like, fam, that's, what are we doing now? Because if, if, if men are able to enlarge their penises, 
you know somebody's going to go crazy. Because we see some women that go crazy with the boob jobs mm. or crazy with the butt jobs and the lip fillers and all. Yeah. There's going to be a guy that's going to go absolutely crazy and, and try to walk down a block with a fucking tripod in his pants. Like, you know that's you know what's going to happen. I just want to know what the conversation with the doctor before is. Like, I mean, that's got to be an awkward how many conversation. Yeah. Like, talking girth I'll with be. your doctor. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, I don't, it's some things I just think, you know, I understand technology is advanced now and all these medicine is advanced, but it's some things we don't need to play with. Mm. Like, I just feel that way. I feel like it's certain things we got to stay away from and... You know, now that men can get penis enlargements, it's kind of like, fam, we just approaching like... And imagine that conversation with women. Do you like a guy with a real dick or a fake dick? <laughs> I think that women, women, some, most women will lie and say that mm -hmm. they don't care. But they'll fuck young, young MA and sh with a fake, never mind. Um, yeah. Imagine anyway. a fake dick and like, also they're on the pill. A fake dick on a... With like, Viagra? Like a, like a Viagra no, pill? Like, like you know, now they have like the like this year they're really gonna go and push forward with the male like oh birth, birth control. control yeah a woman suggested that she was like yo you should get on birth control not a woman I, I was like why she was like just so because now you won't even have to worry about I'm like but I can just wear a condom there's also still STDs like I just want to know if you take the chick home with the hips like. And then when you take, when she take the hips off. <laughs> she's like, I just want to know how, like, if you meet, because they probably wear it to a club or a social gathering, or whatever. And sometimes you meet a woman and you go back to her spot or she comes back to yours and undressing happens. Do you think, like, does she go and, where does she hide the hips? Under the sink? No, that's when she gets undressed, like, at the, the side of the bed and gets right under the blanket. Mm. You know that move where they take the pants yeah, off yeah. while they're sitting down and, like, kind of, like. But so would you just leave the hips on the side? No, you throw the hips on the floor. Next to the pants. Listen, I've had problems with eyelashes being yeah. on my pillow. Uh -huh. If you leave your hips, if I trip over your <laughs> hips going to the bathroom. The next day, yo, you left one of your hips under the bed. Like, I think it's on the table if you want to come back and get it. Wait, do we have a little uh, toggle thingy? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to call an anonymous guest. Because mm -hmm. when I posted that video, in my, in my DMs, I was having conversations with some men. One being what we're talking about now going back taking her back home mm -hmm. and her having to take her hips out <laughs> this gentleman that we're going to change and modify his voice said he has been in this situation with a, with a woman with fake hips yes he brought a woman home with fake hips i said really i said i don't want to hear the story yet can you call she, the pod? she put the hips like in her pants like in, in the yes okay did he still beat or he just... Of course he did. <laughs> I mean, Fake hips ain't like stopping no more from beating. At, at like that, if you got all the way there to beat, like you got... Come on, fam. Like you ain't stopping because you're like, your, your hips fake? Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> ain't no man doing that. Ain't no real man doing that. The hips ain't going to stop me. Nah, nah. Hello, anonymous guest. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, I literally just now left the gym. Oh, Okay, anonymous guest, we were discussing the conversation you and I had over the weekend about women taking their hips off after a wild night in the club. And then... Uh, so, uh, so there was one particular incident that happened to a, uh, a friend of mine, a, uh, a, a close, close, close friend of mine. Always a friend. Like... Not you. Never. Like if, if... Yeah, no, not me, but somebody that if he looked at himself in the mirror might look... Almost exactly like me. So me. Oh. Uh, so this friend of mine uh, had run into this 
young lady a few times and, you know, she clearly was attracted to him. And so one night after a few drinks, he decided, you know, she's she's cute. I'm not doing anything after. Why don't we go to That's my just house? Sick. And, um... She's cute. I'm not doing anything after. <laughs> I, I guess we can fuck. Was, was, was your friend into her shape? Was that his thing? She she was she was she was a slim but very curvy girl for for her frame yes okay like mm. oddly curvy and, like uh, where'd you get these hips from no curvy? no like 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 proportionate you know everything looked looked very right and very natural mm. and uh, so my friend decided to go back to his place with her they uh, they had a drink or two he put on some music he set the tone. And uh, as she began to get undressed, it was, uh, you remember in Don't Be a Menace when he takes the chick back and like the wig starts coming off and the nails start coming off. And yeah. she, she basically one by one started to remove things that, that he thought were naturally attached to her body that clearly were not. Mm-hmm. And then it came down to an entire hip pad that like velcroed around her hips and ass that like gave some sort of lift and she was a completely different person. Did your friend still beat though? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's you have to. I don't give a fuck what you taking off. You got, if I, we got this far, we gotta have sex. Oh, yeah. no, she, 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 she could have took off an entire football pad uniform and no he was still fucking where did where did she place her hips in the in the meantime <laughs> did, was she organized believe, did she put them i believe no i believe they ended up on the ceiling fan <laughs> nice that's a great place for your hips to end up i just want to say that that and it was in that moment that i realized that hips do lie yeah uh, they do they do shakira this is why we haven't heard from a while because people found out that she was lying the whole time my my last question because when I when I played football, I know that material. And if you don't have on the right Under Armour and it, it rubs against your skin, you start to chafe a little You bit. could have some sweaty ass hips and then you could also have a rash. Mm-hmm. Were her hips sweaty? No, you know, Did there I, appear I, to be any dry skin? No, I think I think she was doing like the like like the bit of you know how running back sometimes how they'll 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 spray the uniform or the pads with Pam so that you can't you can't get a full Grip your hands just slip off. I'm pretty sure she was well lubricated so that the the, the pad there was no chafing. Okay, she was into skincare. Is what you're saying? She didn't have you didn't have to Absolutely. throw a gold ball no, on her hips a, after she, y'all were done. Right? No, she was a L'Oreal model for sure. That's good to know. Well, we're glad that you know the hips are safe and secure, uh, and that she was responsible enough to put them on a ceiling fan so that no one would step on them and break her hips. Did your friend beat yeah, again? You know, and did she have no, the hips no, on the it, second time? No, no, it was it was it was a one time thing. My 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 friend still um, runs into her occasionally, and they exchange pleasantries. But no, that was it. That's hilarious. Now we got to check for hips to break the touch barrier. Maybe you got to like yeah. you know on the way out tap just the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> check her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> like what you doing? Just making sure you ain't steal nothing. Yeah. Or that you have real hips. Right. Uh, well, thank you, anonymous guest. We'll change your voice, and, and I'm sorry your friend had to go through that yeah, traumatic please, time. I, I need, I need, I, I need the, I need the like the good witness protection. I'm testifying against the mob voice for this entire conversation. It's gonna sound really good and deep. Got you. I hey, just want to know, yo. like, 
You with Eddie just yeah, told us, man? This going to sound good point. and deep. Yo. I just feel like a chick with fake hips should not ask me to wear a condom. Well, whoa. <laughs> well, no, she has. She might have a real STD. Whoa, whoa. She ain't got fake STD. She might have a real STD. But like, I just feel like you're not allowed to ask anything of me if you have fake hips. That's but true. But I feel like I feel like if you're willing to fake hips, you might fake a pregnancy. So I'm gonna wear a condom. Oh, yeah, okay. mm, I like that. But then she has to take her pregnancy belly off next time. You be- can't take that off. <laughs> can't take that off. <laughs> if it's fake, <laughs> can't take that off. And you could tell her if she was pregnant. Hey, you don't have childbearing hips, so we have to get rid of this thing. That is true. <laughs> Jesus, you have a great day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. He has a lot of information about his friend and his uh, encounters with women, don't you? Yeah, it's, he? it's weird. That, it's weird how he just knew everything that his friend was... Because, yeah, I don't really talk to my friends about the yeah, act, per se. detail. Like, his friend was very detailed with him. Also, over the weekend, I was unaware that Ice Cube, in the early 2000s, executive produced a show, I think it was called Black and White, where mm-hmm. he takes white people and puts them in blackface. And he takes black people and he puts them in whiteface, and then they go about their lives. This was on FX. Only went on for one season. It's called Black they, and they White. They won an Emmy for makeup. This is the treatment. What's it like to walk not just in another man's shoes, but in another man's skin? That's the question this series asks. Is it transformed through extensive makeup work a black family into a white family and vice versa? I think we should ease off LL Cool J for accidental racist and put all our hate towards Ice Cube. <laughs> I never even saw that. Neither know. did I. The clip was, it was going, on FX. Yeah, this was yes. The clip okay. was going. It was like a small clip. The intro, Ice Cube did the theme song, Can went sort of viral on Twitter over the weekend, and I reposted it. And everyone was like, "You don't remember this?" I was like, "Dog, no, I do not remember when Ice Cube took white people and black people and put them in blackface." And white face. No, I don't remember that at all. On cable TV. I don't... And that was only one season? It was only one season, six episodes. Oh, I can't, I can't believe it didn't get picked uh, up for a second season. Are we able... Can we, like, find that online and watch it now? Um, That's a great question. I feel like you can. I would love to see that. I just, I just need to see that. I just need to oh, see... Yeah, you definitely you definitely can. And uh, it's called on Black, Amazon Prime. And it's called um, Black and White. It's called Black.White. Yeah, so yeah. And then uh, the, the opening theme is called Race Card by Ice Cube. I think we, we, I don't know how we missed that, but we need to revisit that. It appears that they have full episodes on YouTube. Oh, perfect. That. Oh yeah, I'm definitely watching that. Let's, let's get a little taste. My name is Bruno and I became a black person. <laughs> <laughs> That's episode one, season one, how they pop it off. And if you could see this fucking visual. Yeah. Love no it. one knew that I was actually black when I had my white makeup on. For six weeks, two families. My family, the black family, got together in a house in the valley in LA, and we decided to swap races. Would go into makeup and become the opposite race. We became black, they became white. Then we moved in together. We're talking living together, you know? It's not like, you know, we're gonna see them for a little party, get together, and they go their way, and we go our way. No, at night, we all live under the same just room. don't understand how you could make America's Most Wanted and then make this show. This is literally in living color. This is the... I just want to, hold on, I want to get to the, the theme song. 
Wait, he has a theme song? Yeah, that's the race card. There you go. Black as midnight or bright as snow white. You better do me right or I'ma have to take flight. I have to take flight. If you a zebra, better come out them stripes. If you a zebra, you better come out them stripes? Everything in the world ain't black and white. Oh, shit. Nah, we got to get our own TV show. If that got cleared, we definitely have to get our own TV show. 2006. And I believe... Charles Barkley was involved with it as well. Get out of here. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a, a... Wait, he was on it? No, I think he was a, a producer on it. But Charles Barkley would be a producer on a show like that. That would make sense. But to Absolutely. have Ice Cube commit to this... And, just, and and have a theme song to it? Yeah. Well, what would you do if you were white for a day? If I was white for a day? Yeah. Um, I'd probably walk into every bank and make a withdrawal. <laughs> I listened to that intro and thought maybe Jerry Heller had a point. Okay. <laughs> Not mad at the thinking behind that. Not mad at the thinking behind that. Very, was, it's, I was it's, very anti-Jerry for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think Jerry saw this coming and was like, you know what, guys? Yeah, this is for we the gotta culture. Get this guy yeah, we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> no, absolutely. I get what you're saying there. That's disturbing. I never knew about that show. Never watched it. I'm definitely going to watch it now, though, because that just seems like it was... Uh, I don't even know how they got okayed and cleared mm-hmm. to for production. Like That's just a weird... And I know years 2006... The world was a lot different. Very much so. I'm pretty sure if we go back and look at a lot of shows back then, it's going to be a bunch of shows that we're like, how the fuck did they clear this show? But coming from Ice Cube, that's a little, that's crazy. I'm just seeing everyone in Hollywood in 06, like, this is so progressive. No, Blackface. it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never progressive. <sighs> Finally, we're, we can do a show that brings some change. One season, six episodes. Wow. That's long, interesting. That's a long time. That's a lot of episodes. And on FX. What was on FX in 2006? That's a really good question. I don't know, but I'm going to keep letting people know that Married with Children is the sickest show that has ever, <laughs> ever been cleared for production. That show is insane. And I love it. I love every minute of it. Well, why do you think it's crazy? Did we talk about this? I don't know if we did, but it's just some of the things that Al was getting off on that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't. Dog, it, you will be canceled the first episode of 2022. Yeah, you can say about a lot. The, I'm talking about the first episode would be like, all right, get this show the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was, he, that character, the shit he was saying to his kids and his wife and his neighbors, mm. it's like, bro, this shouldn't be on, this shouldn't be on television. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just saw that there's an episode called Turning Japanese. On the black and white? No, and Married with Children. Oh, bro, listen, that's that was just, a great song, by the way. That, yeah. I think I'm turning Japanese and thinking I mean, these are really things. So. Whose song is that? I forgot. You that don't remember song? that song? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a legit song. Oh, then from we... who? I don't the know, va- but it was like uh, one of the biggest songs ever. The Vapors. That shit was up there with like the Barbie Girl song. Yeah. Now, now in retrospect, turning Japanese, it it, it is a pretty racist song. So apparently, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Why? Think, you, but oh, you just at the time, it, at the time, it was just fun to say. I think he fell in love with a Japanese woman. Oh, it, that's it a, just starts that's racist. A crazy way to start that. It's I like do Be- remember Beach Boys. Yeah, I remember the song. Meets Chinatown. Well, Japan. I know, but it's <laughs> the same. Never. Mind. It's the same. No, it's not. <laughs> Yo, look, you know how racist yeah, that I'm, is. I'm joking. It's, like, you know, <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> yeah, crazy, huh? So yes. Imagine Eddie. just going in the booth and just yelling that. 
Married with Children is one of the sickest shows ever produced, ever shot, ever aired on television history mm. by far. I'm looking at a list from Screen Rant, and their number one episode is 976 Shoe. Do you know what that is? Yes. While Steve is trying to win a trip to Hawaii by doling out a bunch of bank loans, mm-hmm. he foolishly grants one to Al, and Al's hairbraid scheme was to have a shoe hotline. Right. Who's going to call a hotline dedicated to footwear? I mean, in 2022? No, Married with Children is the craziest show ever. I could see that. That and All in the Family. All in the Family was just like... I never, I never got into All in the Family. Good. Because you might have been a different white adult male. Okay. Had you grow, grew up watching that show. All in the Family was... <laughs> that, that show was insane. Archie Bunker is a loudmouth, uneducated bigot who believes in, aerio- in every stereotype he has ever heard. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Edith, is They should sweet. do a reboot with, no. Rose, with Roseanne. They can't do... Oof. <laughs> that show would never see the light of day. All of the family would never see the light of day in 2022. Never. I don't even think Entourage could see the light of day in 2022. Why not? Uh, HBO has like a... They're, they give them their thing. The H- amount of homophobic things that were said on that show. Uh, yeah. I get it. Money Long, uh, artist that we all like and and uh, support. Mm. She posted something. I guess it was on her TikTok. Okay, it looks like a TikTok video. Are you on TikTok yet? No, I'm not on TikTok. Okay. Uh, she posted a video and said the video caption says she's on the video applying a chapstick and uh, playing a lovely tune in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the caption reads that one time in 2008, I missed out on a Drake feature. Okay. Because my boyfriend at the time found out that he was pulling up to the studio and flew into a jealous rage. So I chickened out and quit responding to his texts. Wait. 2008, Money Long says her boyfriend flew into a jealous rage in 2008 over Drake. I have a couple questions. This is before Take Care or Thank Me Later or any of these wonderful, amazing bodies of work was released. Being I know what jealous, you're about to say. I being know. jealous yeah. of the comeback season, Drake. Well, I mean, being jealous of the guy rapping over Dilla beats. Je- jealous is jealous. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the guy's success. If a, if, a, if a boyfriend is jealous, he's jealous. It's just funny because is the boyfriend a genius? Did he see where Drake was headed? Did he see the heights that he was headed to? Then he's holding his girl back. I mean, <laughs> I mean what if he, he should have went and managed Drake? Yeah, I mean, he probably saw. He was like, no, that guy's headed places, and I ain't shit. At uh, that point, he was wheel, wheelchair Jimmy. He was. How old was How old is Money Long? First uh, of all, because we have to know how old she well, was in two thousand eight. But she's been around writing for a while. Like absolutely. I don't think she's a young new artist in that. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, but she. This is fourteen years ago. Yeah. Oh, she's thirty three. She's thirty three. Okay, so she was nineteen. Let's say twenty at the time. Mm. Come on, man. Like you can't. Your, your boyfriend went into a jealous rage. You were yeah. like a young aspiring artist who. Imagine going into a jealous rage over the fuchsia baby. <laughs> it's crazy that you're playing guitar. I'll tell you why in a second. Yeah. I just thought that this was funny because it just, you know, you could tell that she realizes like that was so fucking stupid. You guys know how they met? But like, what if? Probably on MySpace. That's where all aspiring artists were meeting each other at. They have their songs in their eyes space, like, oh, we should we should link and build, we should work. I'm just saying, like, what if what would he have done if like Hurricane Chris was about to pull up? You know, wait. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's he would have lost his A baby fucking mind. 
getting jealous of your of your girl having a potential feature with Drake in 2008 is extremely fucking crazy. Well, first of all, let's look. Let's not just put this on the jealous boyfriend. Right. We haven't gotten his side. She could have been being a little hussy in the studio and even know what artist was coming. He just knew what artist was coming. So they had met because she had did a guitar cover of Best I Ever Had in 2000, uh, 2009. So that's and he reached out to her after that. He said, yo, I love what you did with the song. And then he gave her his number. Oh, so this was post Best I Ever Had. Yeah. Okay, I get the jealous rage. I understand it at that point. <laughs> Yeah, but if your girl... But no, that's, that's some hating shit. That's yeah, some really insecure, if, nasty shit. That's what I'm you saying. You should be happy good, your girl is, is getting... At 1,000%. She has the opportunity to do a feature with an artist who is probably the hottest artist at the moment. Yeah, at that time. You should be happy for your girl and support that. And if you... It's, it's very simple. If you're jealous because your girl is doing a song with an artist, then it sounds like you don't trust your girl. It sounds like you have trust issues, you're insecure... Mm-hmm. You don't need to be in a relationship. You need to uh, to work on yourself a lot, or just go to the session. Though I've yeah, def- but you I've- can't do that either, though, because now you sitting in there. The energy is weird. You, you ice grilling Drake. <laughs> you looking at your girl funny. It's like you can't. You, nobody yeah. wants to create around. Yo, yo, you no, no duets. Just want to no you, duets. All right, you, you, <laughs> you do your verse. You do your verse. You no separate booths. You've definitely been in a studio where an artist has had her boyfriend, Dog, or I hate. I can't stand it. And it's just like, it's weird. But it's, it's weird when they text you, like, going to work on just some complete platonic, let's get some work done shit. It mm-hmm. still is weird. Like, is it cool if my boyfriend comes? Because then you can't be weird and be like, no. Because then, then you look weird. Right. But in my mind, all the time, like, please, just like, it's so awkward every time the boyfriend, the boyfriend's it's, never cool. It's extreme. He always awkward. has the worst ideas. It's extreme, extreme. <laughs> like, he, every little, like, yo, how about we do, how about you shut the fuck up? Because you, and you can't you're say an Uber that. driver. Right. And you can't <laughs> like, say that because then now the girlfriend is like, she has to say mm. something to you. It's just, you should never, ever bring your significant other to a recording session. I don't, well, it's, it's work. Mm. I tell job, people all the time, really, right? like, it's it's work. Yeah. It's a job. You should not be bringing your boyfriend or your girlfriend to work. Mm. I just don't see the the point in doing that. Um, So Money Long, I guess this video was a video of her. I wonder if she's spoken to Drake since. I'm, I'm sure she has. Yeah. Oh, you know then. his petty ass DM'd her after you saw that. Oh no, I'm sure I'm sure that they spoke way before this. <laughs> I, I think this was just her first time putting it out there publicly, but I'm sure that they've spoken why since two thousand eight. Because he was jealous. She said it. No, like why she put it like oh, so that's it? Oh, why she put this video? Oh, yeah, I mean, she, she probably that's probably I don't know if they if they ever spoke. This is probably her way of like, hoping hey. Drake saw this and explaining how, mm. you know, what happened. Cause she she basically said she just stopped answering his text messages. She went ghost on Drake, basically. She gotta take accountability on that shit though. And if I'm Drake, I'm I'm charging her for the studio time that I probably booked. I'm like, nah, that's cool that you went ghost, but yo, send that um, send that three fifty in. <laughs> and wouldn't you think though, maybe I shouldn't be in this relationship if my partner is upset that I'm about to work with one of the hottest artists out? Like, what do you want from my well, career? Well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Even in 2008, he was. No, you saying at, after best I ever had, it was uh, number one record. Yeah. I was making so jokes because you said 08. I thought it was comeback season Drake. So she that... probably. So then she must have got the year wrong because she said 2008. And if, in, if in, the, in the caption, and if they connected off of best I ever had cover, then yeah, that was after so far gone. Yeah, and that was oh nine. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's, her, was like, oh, it's her ex-boyfriend, and she put a bunch of clown emojis. So you know, yeah. you know what that means. It's over. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that that was an interesting story. Sorry. Um, that's fucking hysterical. We can pause it. Clean this up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to talk about uh influencer? 
one that stabbed her boyfriend? Or is that too like sad? No, I mean we 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 it came this was like almost two weeks old now, so we definitely need to talk about it. Uh where is it at? I got it right. <laughs> Courtney Ima- imagine imagine Drake <laughs> going in that session with her and cutting this record and her boyfriend hear that shit. <laughs> Nah, you gotta get down with Drake after. If he start doing that, why you in there with your girl? If 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 you were my girl and come out with the record, don't you have a man? Nah, you gotta get down. I'm a fight. Oh man. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins dies after being struck by a dump truck. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died early Saturday morning after he was struck by a dump truck while he was walking on a South Florida highway. Haskins was only 24 years old. Florida Highway Patrol spokesperson Lieutenant Indiana Miranda said Haskins was pronounced dead at the scene. He was attempting to cross the westbound lanes of Interstate 595 when there was oncoming traffic, Miranda said in an email statement. She didn't say why Haskins was on the highway near Fort Fort Lauderdale at the time. The accident caused the highway to be shut down for several hours. And Miranda said it's an open traffic homicide investigation. Haskins was training in South Florida with other Steelers quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. I am devastated and at a loss for words with the unfortunate passing of Dwayne Haskins, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said in a statement. He quickly became part of our Steelers family upon his arrival in Pittsburgh and was one of our hardest workers, both on the field and in our community. Dwayne was a great teammate, but even more so a tremendous friend to so many. I am truly heartbroken. Our thoughts and prayers are with his wife, Calabria, and his entire family during this difficult time. After a standout 2018 season at Ohio State, Haskins was the 15th overall selection by the Washington Commanders in the 2019 draft. Haskins spent two turbulent seasons with Washington before signing in Pittsburgh before last season. Um, Really sad, man. Yeah, this is a a sad, sad, tragic uh, accident. Um, Only 24 years old. Entire career ahead of him. Yeah. Um, I can only assume that he was going to be given a uh, a larger role in the, in the Steelers organization with sure. uh, Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so he it's was, just sad. He was young, man. Yeah, 24 years old. I mean, you know, it's just a tragic, tragic way to go crossing the, the highway. I mean, yeah. I, you know, again, why are you crossing the highway? I don't know. I don't play those games. Like, if it's yeah. not a crosswalk, and it may have been a crosswalk here. I know how yeah. some highways, they have yeah. crosswalks at lights or whatever, but... You know, it's just it's just a tragic accident. So prayers to Dwayne Haskins' family and friends and loved ones. I ain't like that shit Adam Sheffer did. What did Adam Sheffer do? He put out a tweet regarding the death and put in the tweet he had two struggling seasons and was trying to get back. Like, like oh, what you doing well, you, you know, you know, people people can't wait to show exactly how fucking stupid they are when times Why? like this. Come on, dog. What, you like, know, that's you, what you, you talk about when someone you passes. highlight exactly their their. They're not so uh, favorable moments when and during their death. It's just it's 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 un it's not classy. Yeah, you know, I mean, have some class, have some respect for the family. Um, I mean, he found out you got fired by from a Woj tweet. So after that, that's wild. Um, speaking of social media, are you still on Instagram, or or were you banned? No, I was. I'm I'm still. My account is still here. I, I see Gilly. Gilly joins you in the podcasters against Wiz Khalifa movement. I wasn't. I, I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm not against Wiz Khalifa. I just noticed because I follow Wiz, and mm-hmm. it was just like every time I opened my Instagram, uh, Wiz was walking around or throwing haymakers in his underwear, and I, I just didn't understand what was going on. I thought this was the new way to work out. I, I thought it was like you know. I know sometimes you work out and 
your compression shorts and things like that. But Wiz was like seen getting into a pool. He was seen buying a smoothie, he driving his seen. car. I mean, I he this is what you know was popping up, and I'm just like, he Wiz, was spotted. He was spotted. And mm. Wiz is pretty successful. He can afford pants. I, I would assume I'm not Wiz counting his cool pockets, pants. but he can he can afford pants. I just didn't understand why he was not wearing pants. On Instagram, that's all. Well, I guess what Gilead commented on his IG and was like, "Yo, fam, put some pants put on." Put some pants on. Uh, you know, you're walking <laughs> Which around. Just hilarious, everywhere. by the you're, way. Just, but just put some. We just want you to put some. We love you, but just put some pants yeah. on. And uh, I guess Gilly's uh, account was I don't know if hacked or deactivated. Damn. I don't know what it was. I think it's your fault to be honest. I don't think it's Wiz. <coughs> you were the one that was bringing awareness to to Wiz's. Shorts. Well, I was bringing I was bringing awareness, uh, you know, to to the situation because I didn't know if Wiz was going through something mm. mentally. So I was just hoping that people just pay yeah, attention. Like, check. let's just, yeah, make sure Wait, Wiz is okay. He, because he didn't have pants on? Well, I mean, if I start walking around with just my underwear, you know, people will call the cops on me. I would be arrested immediately. Well, you're not Wiz. Yeah, exactly. He, wasn't he at home? No, he was in uh, public spaces. Oh. Yeah, he was getting smoothies. He was uh, working right. out, you know, driving. I do want to highlight this moment because everyone was saying we were shitting on Lizzo and it was we were shaming and all that shit. No, see, we want everyone to keep their pants on. Yeah, we want everybody. Just put some pants on. Damaris, yeah. Lizzo, Wiz. <laughs> Just put some Demaris. fucking pants on. Like, what is the... I understand it gets hot out there. Oh, I'm not saying anything because I like Instagram and I want to keep mine. Yeah, no, I, I, I would I, like Wiz to keep is gonna mine too. Wiz going to ban all y'all. You know, I don't... Listen, Wiz, if you want to wear your underwear and walk around and, you know, do your thing, listen, man, do what you do. I just thought that I would just let people know that... I'm just opening my Instagram like any other normal taxpaying citizen and mm. Wiz was in underwear every day. And I didn't know what was going on. I thought there was a new trend that was happening because mm. I'm always, I'm late to a lot of things when it comes to the internet. Mm. So I thought that maybe everybody was doing this, but no, it's only Wiz. Did you and Gilly like discuss this over the weekend? You no, know, you know, I, I, I wanted to reach out to Gilly like, and make yo, sure yo, he was okay. Bro, I'm, I feel the same way about him. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to let Gilly know that he wasn't alone in his, his mm -hmm. thoughts and his sentiments. Uh, but no, I didn't reach out to him yet. Okay. But I, I'll reach out to him soon to talk to him about it because you know, I know this is a, a tough time for him losing his account. I think it's it's finally time for us to do our, our collab pod with Gillian Wallow. And I think the four of us should travel to LA mm -hmm. and sit down with Wiz and give him a stern talking to. We About, should take we should take Wiz to a pants store. And just like <laughs> find some comfortable the, pants. The four of us, yeah. We can go pants shopping with Wiz. I like that. We should make that happen. Let's go pants shopping with Wiz. Mm. Let's pick out some comfortable trousers for him. Uh, let's get him enough, you know, deep pockets so you can yeah. put all his, his weed and, you know, chapstick and, you know, whatever else he needs to put in his pockets. Yeah, <laughs> is, I think that, that's, is that all you think he carries? Yeah, weed and chapstick. chapstick. That's all you need. And, and ID and, you know, a they credit card. Hand. Yeah, wallet. That's all you need. You don't need. What else do you need in your pocket? Like, what do men carry in their pockets these days? Your phone? Your wallet? Phone, ID. That's a know. pet peeve of mine. I don't like having things in my pockets. At all? My so, phone, chapstick. Yeah. That's about it. And then your ID and the credit card. Yeah. Like, you I don't just, really need nothing. Men don't need anything else. Like, what else do you carry? Right? And then once we all start wearing skinny pants, it's it's tough to fit things in. Then you kind of- Gum. Then you look weird Gum. like a like a girl trying to reach into your skinny jean pocket and then it's yeah. like bulging up. It's just, it's nasty. Why are you coming for me like that? I'm saying I was wearing- Well, you're Spanish, so we know you wear tight pants, but- Skinny pantalones. That's what they call them in uh, Spain. Pantalones. From Spain? I thought, that was I thought that was fried bananas. <laughs> I thought those was fried bananas. It's funny. Like, y'all didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, That's hilarious, man. Oh, God. What hey, else we got, man? Can we not do skinny jeans anymore, though? Skinny jeans are... I still... What about how, like, I still hats do skinny from jeans. Spencer's? Can Listen, I don't that? care what they do. Hats I, from Spencer's. I see that they're trying to bring back baggy jeans. 
Listen, I'm not doing it. Oh, I, I said I'm not going back. I'm never going to wear skinny. I'm staying baggy jeans. Like baggy? It's, it's I'm not wearing shit. baggy jeans no more, bro. I see that they trying to go back. They're going back to these wide bell-bottom leg jeans that you drag your jean on the floor. When you, I, I'm not doing that, bro. I don't, I'm not... You don't have to go skinny. You don't have to be super skinny jean, but you can't... Super baggy is insane. I just feel like someone from the Bronx can't say that because you guys <laughs> littered the borough with Elmo and Cookie Monster hats. Yeah, the Bronx. And you, and you guys matched it with a t-shirt. Yeah, you we definitely we, had an Elmo. We did that. We did that. And Double Elmo. But we. But <laughs> it's like Elmo. I blame Queens for the uh, the baseball hats with the Chinese lettering. Just put the in, just put the NY Yo, logo on my hat, bro. Don't bet, give me. I mean, don't give me the Chinese flushing. logo. No, no, no. Don't give me the Chinese. <laughs> That's a Queens but flushing. Thing. Queens definitely was responsible for the Chinese letter baseball hats. There's a large Chinese population that we I love never, dearly. Listen, I have never ever po- purchased one of those. Never did. When there was a hot thing, never purchased one. I, I refused to do it. I mean, but have you been to Flushing? Absolutely. Have you had Chinese food in Flushing? Absolutely. Fire. That you doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't mean you get you a take little your bit? Mike Piazza hat and turn it into a fucking <laughs> a fucking Chinese or a menu. Okay, you don't do that. I didn't know. I don't know what the fuck you Queens natives were trying to do in that area. It was very nasty. It's, I didn't it's want cultural, any part of it. No, I didn't want any part of that shit. It was very nasty. But the Bronx is known for definitely having our character caricatures. On our clothing, like third, third Ave looked like Sesame Street <laughs> for a good four years. It was a, it was a nasty <laughs> time. I don't know what we were trying to do with the fashion back then. It was nasty. You guys remember the gangster SpongeBob's? No, gangster no? SpongeBob. Oh my god, that was all over my MySpace at one point. See, this is this is your era right here because you were editing a closer in age. I I missed it. He's like I missed that era. I'm sorry. He's not 35. Oh, or like this. Jesus, am I aging that poorly? <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen oh yeah, I remember I remember that shit. Yeah. I remember I remember the, the I'll put it on the screen. The Doughboy one. Yeah, like the Doughboy SpongeBob with the money on I remember that. Yeah, yeah, why did they try to make cartoon characters like gangbangers? Because that was the whole Jeezy Snowman effect, I think. I think once Jeezy had the snowman, I think the other brands tried to jump in because those snowman t-shirts were crazy. They were selling like every fucking wear. And I think brands just tried to jump in on that. And thug out uh, fucking Big Bird. Put a bandana right, on Big Bird. Go, it was like, fam, all right. You mean the Puerto Rican bandana. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yo, fam. But right, only Spanish man. people wore that shit. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. That was that shit. Like, it's only it's, it's only certain Jordans that Puerto Ricans will wear. Like? Call them Puerto Rican Jays. They don't even have a number. They just like Team Jordans. And, they always blue and red. Oh, my they're, God. They're, they're the Jordans from now. Yeah, like, if you, <laughs> you, if you ever went to the Puerto Rican Day Parade, like, girls used to wear, like, the jean cut-off shorts. Oh, damn. Or, like, you know, like, the, oh, the, the bathing suit tops. Top. And, yeah, and some Team Jordans. Damn. Puerto Ricans definitely love Team Jordans. Absolutely. <laughs> what? Listen, I love Puerto Ricans. I grew up around nothing but Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Love them. Those are my people. But we just got to keep it real. Certain shit you got to own. And when, and when Foot Locker did the, the 10 T-shirts for $10 shit. Oh, my God. Matched Foot Locker. Nah, see, Puerto Ricans is Dr. J's. Models. Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't remember models? Remember models sporting goods? No. VIM. V-I- oh V-I-M. my God. <laughs> VIM is wow. the Puerto Rican wow. Barney. Yeah, I don't know okay, if y'all know wow. that. VIM is the Puerto Rican, Rican Barney's. <laughs> that's that's Barney's for Puerto Ricans. VIM, 1,000% Barney's for Puerto Ricans. Going there before the Quinceanera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, going to VIM before the Quinceanera and tearing it down. Tearing the whole thing. Getting the whole friend from VIM is so... And I'm out of town. I don't know if y'all know what VIM is. They don't. <laughs> nasty times. Nasty shopping place. I feel like New Yorkers now don't know that. <laughs> yeah, VIM was like... VIM, like you would go to VIM if you needed one gaunt, like one piece. Mm. Like if you was going somewhere, you're like, damn, I need a t-shirt. You go to VIM. Like just something quick. 
That's go to crazy. Dr. J's. Yo, damn, I yeah. need a pair of sneakers. Go to Dr. J's. Mm. But like the Puerto Ricans in my hood, oh, they would go there and tear it down. Full fits, top to bottom. And what? You know who's still single-handedly keeping those uh, black Adidas soccer shoes pumping? 100% Puerto Ricans in the Bronx. Black the, Adidas soccer shoes? Remember them shits? Which Damn. ones? Let me pull them. Anytime you say all black sneakers, I just get nervous, first of all. Well, Puerto Ricans are still wearing all the black. Sambas? Air Force Ones. Those. Oh my God. Oh, Puerto Ricans are keeping those? that shoe Samba oh my God. on the market just for their children. Oh my. Anytime I almost got robbed, they was wearing those. It's <laughs> good traction on the yeah. concrete. Oh my God. If you saw a dude wearing those, mm -hmm. he about to try to get you. As soon as y'all get to a dark block, mm -hmm. he going to get you. And he about to go to the park to play some pickup soccer. <laughs> nah, he's playing pick handball. Pickup soccer? <laughs> Yo, that's definitely a Mexican Puerto Rican thing. Pickup soccer? Hell yeah. And handball. Oh, handball. The blue balls? I mean, no, no. All that's right. okay. It's I understand a, what you mean. It's, it's a handball. That's definitely Puerto Rican activities. Handball. Well, uh, nah, I mean, handball, I think, is universal. Handball is not universal. Nah, it's crazy in the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, bro. Handball is a Puerto Rican sport. It's a big deal. The whites, we we played handball? Not nah. like the Puerto Ricans. Puerto okay. Ricans are slapping okay. shit out. Not play it like while drinking Corona, but yeah. they white people play it. No, no, white people play everything. But mm. I'm talking about who owns that sport, who who like has stock in handball. Puerto I Ricans. Know, man. Heavy. I might put my dad up against any Puerto Rican. Shit. Not Hector from uptown. <laughs> He'll slap the shit out you. Nigga, that, they be hitting that ball so motherfucking hard again. I tried to play handball before. Have y'all ever played suicide? Of yes. course. Y'all know yeah. about suicide? Yeah. Of We're course. Not that young. Damn, man. I didn't think y'all would know about suicide. Every morning before school. Who, for, for those of us who don't know, we're not talking right. about committing suicide. No. About playing no. suicide. Yeah. It's a game where you bounce the ball off the wall. You have to catch it. If you fumble it, the person can catch it. You have to run to the wall and tag the base before the person hits you in the back with a yeah. fucking wow. 92 mile an hour fucking fastball wow. right in your back. It was the craziest game. We, but this is the games that we had to play as kids. Yeah. And first of all, you never thought like a 12 year old would be Nolan Ryan. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I, you'd be like, wait, how the No, I knew. You need to be in the league. She grow, exactly. <laughs> growing up in the Bronx and you play suicide, you knew exactly who missed that calling. You're like, this kid should be on the mound on mm -hmm. 161st. And Jerome Avenue. Yeah. You, you probably Yankee had Stadium. Danny Omonte throwing yeah. that shit at your back. Yeah. Like, you throwing like, this fucking ball You probably way was the one that snitched. Was like, he can't beat Absolutely. Little League. Absolutely. I'm like, now you decided to smoke blunts and cut class. You should have, you could have, you could have been somebody. Well, there was different versions too, because there was the Spread Eagle version. Did you ever play that version of Suicide? Spread Eagle. I don't think that hit uptown. So Spread Eagle was, it was similar. <laughs> it was similar where if you got hit three times by the ball, okay. you then had to go up against the wall. Like and everybody this, got a turn. And everybody that was yeah, playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but okay. you couldn't even move. Okay, like, I remember that. Yeah, I, know yeah, it's yeah. I, mean, I didn't know it was called spread eagle though. Yeah, I, but I, yeah, three I mean, times. We call that part spread eagle. Yeah, if you get caught three times, you have to <laughs> yeah, put you your hands on the wall, and yeah, the person, everybody get a chance to steam that shit that you can't move. <laughs> there was some sick fucking. Game I know people that would, would cut the tennis ball and put a rock in that shit for the for the spread eagle part. Listen, oh, man, nah. kids was the fucked Queens up. Queens is wild, bro. Yeah, like, kids was fucked up, man. Because it was funny. It was even funny. What? Why would y'all do that? See, no, nah, we didn't do that. We didn't play yeah. that game, man. The fucking, the ball was hard enough. Mm. And you throw that shit hard enough, that shit felt like it was rocks. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. It was some great times uptown, man. You know what? That would be a fun, like, charity event for podcasting. You know how people do, like, the softball, softball. games and, yeah. like, dodgeball and all that shit? Mm -hmm. We should do uh, all podcasts. We all pick a charity, donate, and <laughs> all and the podcasters just play suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that. Find one big-ass wall. We'll stream the whole shit. Do it by the I'm with that. For charity. I'm with that. Absolutely, I'm with that. We need to bring suicide. We need to bring those, because they. you don't even see kids playing those type of games. No, no more, of no. course not. Like, we would I, have to call it something different, though. 
Can't call it. Su- hey, look, look. It's a mental health. Listen, it could be if they try to cancel the, the, the name suicide, come on, bro. We could call it Spread Eagle. I don't like that name. Yeah, I, I never liked the name. It was always a weird name. <laughs> I don't like that name. Let's call it, su- let's call it what it is. It's suicide. Yeah. It's what it's called. Playing suicide. Mm. Like, we're not on the roof about the, who's seeing who's going to jump first. We're not doing that's not the type of suicide we're doing. We're on the ground. We're on the suicide ground. Path. Yeah, we, feet on the ground and a wall. That's all we need. And let's have a great time. We're going we're gonna to organize that. I would love to. Uh, Damn, kids don't even really play games like that anymore. They don't. You don't see, I don't, I haven't seen, I haven't drove through a block and seen kids playing in the streets. Like, I can't remember. It's been years, bro. Mm. No stick ball. I haven't seen that. I don't even see that no more. Stick ball, scalesies. Scalesies. I don't see that. Remember Catching kids. Eggs at the, at the city bus. City bus eggs was that was the we used to throw we used to put them in the fridge, get them cold and hard and and go to the roof just dropping on on Halloween and just wait mm-hmm. for whoever. I remember one dude thought he was safe. He had an umbrella. It wasn't even raining. I never, I will never forget this. He had an umbrella because he knew what type of time it was like. Yo, it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Everybody in uptown New York kids gonna be throwing eggs. Right. He had the umbrella open, thinking it was going save him. Man, we threw so many eggs at that umbrella. That shit ripped in half. <laughs> he just dropped it and started. <laughs> but I know someone that, that dipped that shit in there and threw it at somebody. All right, some music came out. A lot of music came out uh, this weekend. Um, let's get right into the homies. Uh, Underwearless Wiz Khalifa, <laughs> Big Chris. Look at his rollout. <laughs> Listen, good time. Man. Good, good, really good album. Really good album. He could walk around in his underwears if they're putting out albums like this. Full court press. Wiz Khalifa, Big Chris, Smoke Dizza, and Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. How you feel about it? I was shocked at the direction they went in, and I'm happy they went in that direction. It wasn't like all Smokers Club music. Mm-hmm. It was like some real up-tempo. Yes. Shit was knocking. I, I love the direction they did go, but yeah. I thought I was going to get an album full of like Smoke smoking vibes. type of beats and yeah. that, which I wouldn't have been mad at, but... Mm-hmm. This shit is hard. I think they felt like people were expecting that and they decided to kind of give them a little more than that, mm-hmm. which I'm not mad at. Uh, good project, Smoke, uh, Full Court Press, Wiz Khalifa, Smoke Dizza, Big Crit, and Girl Talk. Um, Sid put out my Broken Hearts Club. Listen, man, she was on repeat all fucking weekend. Sid, you are amazingly talented. Uh, and if people don't give you your flowers, we want to give you your flowers. We love everything that you do. Every time you come out, you drop something. It's just a, uh, it's a certain vibe, man. Mm. Like Sid is great at capturing a vibe and just you know, making some really really good music. I I do love. She's she's part of my smokers playlist. Like a lot of yeah. Sid shit, the internet, a lot of their vibe is great, clean the house, smoke, chill music for sure. I I do love how Odd Future broke up. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like that entire clique always doing completely different things and mm-hmm. succeeding in whatever genre they're in, whether that shit is acting, being a fucking rap superstar, doing the alternative left shit. Mm-hmm. Like I just like how they broke up. Earl doing, I want to call it underground, but you know, that's yeah. that more style of rap. Mm-hmm. They just all went separate ways, literally, and are all smoking shit. Sometimes it... uh it's a talented fucking group of kids, man. Oh no, it's and, and that just happen to grow up together. That's wild. And mm-hmm. I, and the thing I love about it is, it doesn't seem like there's bad blood mm-hmm. between any of them. It seems like you know everybody is okay. Like is it was happy. Just, that moment in time is gone. And yeah, like we did some do. dope shit. And then you know, in a few years when we're able to come back and tell that whole story and 
you know, they give us hopefully a documentary. We get to see a lot yeah. of those images of them being in the studio, working together, you things know, like that. I can Tyler only filmed hope, everything. Of course, sure. I can only hope that they have that uh, recorded. And then we get to see it and, and appreciate that moment in yeah. that time. Yeah, I, I just can't say enough about that whole click. Like, a lot of talent. Dog, go. Sid's brother is fucking an amazing actor on Dave right now. Mm -hmm. And then Frank is Frank, obviously. Right. They're in fucking Jackass. <laughs> They're winning Grammys. Yeah. They're, yeah. No, this shit, a lot is, of this shit is nuts. If when you really think when about you're it. Talented, when you're talented the way that these individuals are, I do think that sometimes, well, I do all the time, everything happens for a reason. Mm. And I just like the fact that they've all been able to, you know, go their separate ways, but still be successful, still create the type of music that they want to create. Yeah. Still leave the type of legacy that they want to leave. And again, it doesn't seem like it's bad energy between no. them. It doesn't seem like they hate each other. It doesn't seem like, you know, they have issues with each other. Everything happens for a reason. Mm, so shout not. out to Sid, Broken Hearts Club, available now. If you didn't stream that, you should. It's a great, great project. And and Sid, I know what Sid doing. She tricking these hoes. She's not really hurt. She's trying to get some, sim <laughs> some sympathy <laughs> pussy. I know that move, Sid. It's all over this album, and I love oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, Smino's great on there. Hearing Lucky Day. Smino, Smino. I'm going to keep saying Smino's name, man, because I do think that Smino is one of the bigger talents that we have in our in our culture right now. And I, I mean, I know people know about Smino and they show him love, but his talent is is huge. I think it's a little yeah. undervalued right now. Yeah. We'll, he, we'll be Smino is somebody that we definitely need to pay more attention to. I was just shocked. Lucky Day with... If it didn't say Lucky Day on there, I wouldn't have thought it was Lucky Day. Mm -hmm. It's... I wasn't mad at like the super over auto tune shit. I've never heard him like that, so mm -hmm. I, I thought that was interesting. But um, yeah, that's that's a great album. Dare I say it, man? This this Fabio album is fucking great. <laughs> Bible. Yo, listen, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting uh the album to be. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I mm. I've been enjoying it over the weekend. Um, it sounds like he was in the studio with the right people. Yeah. Uh, and again, Fabio is one of those people. He's just been on a you know, I don't. I'm trying to pinpoint where things started to change for him as far as like an artist. I think he caught was, a record. I think he it was the Donda shit. Record. I'm. I think so too. I think being around him that that camp and mm. I believe he was in Wisconsin when they were there. Okay, I'm pretty sure he went to the ranch. I'm not. I'm not sure if he did, but um, I just think being around. That's why those things are are, are great for artists. Being in those rooms with other artists, talking, having time to just kick it with all of this, all of this talent. If you're open to it and if you're smart, you will absorb some of that and just learn and, and grow from those type of experiences. And I think that Fabio has been able to do that. This project, Bible, uh, like I said, I, I like Fabio. I wasn't expecting to like him as much as I do now. Like mm. this this project is is really good. And I think he saw the feedback from the Don Diverse where he was kind of getting into other subject matter mm -hmm. outside of the typical drill subject matter mm -hmm. and got great feedback from it. Mm -hmm. And did that on, <clears throat> all over this album. And I think he he picked up where where Pop, I think, left off um, with the Shoot shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon album, where it's taking the drill sound, but definitely pushing it away from the typical drum pattern. We'll, it'll still be there, but yeah. this is not going to be a just drill album. Mm -hmm. Like, Pop was starting to make music that was not drill at all. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Fabio kind of took that baton with this shit. Because there is joints on here that are not drill really yeah. at all. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. Shout out to Fabio. Bible available now. Stream that. And I, I missed, man, I missed the, the, a good Neo feature. We got to bring the Neo feature back. Neo was, he was, he was, he was what I call a hooker at one point. 
He was the guy yeah. that um, <laughs> artists. He was the he was the guy that artists went to for a hook. Yeah, always. It was like, yo, go get a neo hook. It was a cheat mm-hmm. code for a few years in the yeah. industry. Like, if you had a a record, you put neo on the hook. He was definitely out of here. It was definitely going to be on the radio every him, fucking day. Him all and day Fab long. did it seven times and it worked seven times. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I call it. Neo was definitely one of the legendary hookers in the in the culture. <laughs> Is there he, was any other? he was just selling his, his body. <laughs> uh, his, 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 his talents. Features. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. His ta- obviously, the number one hooker of all time probably is Nate Dogg. Ooh. If yeah. you want to, you know what I mean? Like, that's a category that I think is real in our cultures. Anybody Ty, else? Ty is there now. Ty Dollar. Mm. Ty Dollar's a Nate Dogg baby. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Chris um, Brown. Chris Brown, for sure. Is a, is, I mean, he's Chris Brown is Chris Brown, but he's definitely a hooker. You get Chris Brown on the hook, out of here. It's a, it's, a, it's a few cheat codes walking around. Um, What else? What else? What else came out? Uh, Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples is another, another project. Back to back. Um, yep. I mean, what what is it to say about Vince, man? It's it's gonna be great every time. Vince is a genius, and he's one of those minds that you know, if you just allow him to be who he is, and just give him the room to create, and give him the the resources to create, he's gonna mm-hmm. do an amazing job. Like we another we odd feature associate, at, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just just a brilliant mind, uh, very talented. Love the fact that he's just himself. He's not trying to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. He doesn't chase trends. He doesn't do shit, you know, just for clicks and views. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, Vince Stables is definitely somebody that we should, again, like a Smino, talk about more in our industry, in our culture. And like even Vince is just smarter than everyone at the end of the day. Yeah. Super, super intelligent. Like even the intro, towards the end of the intro, when when the person dies and then everyone cheers like mm-hmm. like a, like an audience is yeah. cheering just kind of sat with me for a while mm-hmm. because everyone's now looking at this shit we talk about the, the young rappers actually really living their lyrics and shit mm-hmm. this shit had, people being murdered has actually become entertainment right like I thought that and I don't know if that was his intention for it but that's mm-hmm. how I interpreted it mm-hmm. of having an audience cheer with joy when someone is murdered mm-hmm. <laughs> I just popping an album off that way. I was like, oh, "All right, I see what time it is with Vince right." And I talked. I believe we talked about it on him before, but I, I talked about it uh, in a lot of my, you know, circles and my friends. I do think that we're a few years away from being able to uh, watch like death matches, like people fight to the death. I do believe that we're a few years away from that. Um, mm. They're going to find a way to sanction it, and they're going to find a way to make it legal to do it. You know, you agree, you sign this contract. The purse can be a hundred million dollars, whatever. It's something crazy. And I do it's think real that gladiator shit. <laughs> real gladiator. And I do think uh, it'll be a record amount of viewers that watch it because, you know, that's the one thing that we sensationalize in this world is mm-hmm. death is is fucking tragic tragedy. So uh, why not get you know two men to fucking fight to the? Because essentially all of this shit, somebody can die from a UFC fight. Somebody can oh, die from a, people have died from these fights. Well, they doing the bare knuckle shit now. This is what I'm saying. So I feel like it's going. We're we're, we're approaching that. They're flirting with it. Mm-hmm. They're teetering on the line. And it's still a tragedy, you know, whenever one of these fighters die, but then they're just going to get to the point like, hey, listen, the purse is going to be $300 million. I know a few people, people jump in there for $2 million mm. and they can take a head, a hit to the head and die the same way. So I do think oh, wow. we're a few years away from that being an official thing that we can order and watch on our pay-per-view. That's nuts. But um, Gunplay had came out. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I'm going to at some point because I do fuck with Gunplay. Gunplay. I always felt like Gunplay was a star, man. I don't... Um, Years ago, with the whole triple C's, mm-hmm. and you know, every time he was uh, 
you would see him in videos and on stage performing his energy his uh his personality his voice it's just his voice his voice he's a, he's i watch a, a lot of his voice. interviews he's a he's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. a lot of his interviews i've seen he's he just has a a personality and a character of a star yeah and i always felt like he was super dope he talked his raps are raw he talked that real shit bible on the dash is still one of my favorite records um shit even like what he did with kendrick on cartoons and cereal mm-hmm. like i really thought gunplay was gonna be the one yeah. at, a, at a mmg roster in that regard but all bullshit aside gunplay available now stream that uh did we miss any other music that came out Ed? as far as i guess you call it mainstream uh bn london uh BN oh, london bnj cole uh that'll probably be the, the london record one i like it yeah i, I think that record's gonna go I'm I'm excited for a Bia album. I, I really fuck with her. The joint with yeah, the joint with him and Cole is a is a fucking smash. Yeah, she's she's really really dope. Um, I am curious to see where she goes album wise. As far as the just the sound of it, okay. I'm I'm curious, but I, I do like this record, and I think it's gonna go. Um, and I like that Cole's keeping up with the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the, the the song is crazy. Mm. The song is hard. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people fucking with it. Uh, shout out to Bia. Uh, the Koi Larray album. Did that come out this week? Oh, yeah. One? That's the one I was, I was, oh, yeah, I was missing go. one. Uh, I listened to it once. How did you feel about it? You said this was going to be one of your guilty pleasure albums. Do you still feel the same way? <laughs> uh, or did no. she let you down? Did Koi let you down? Nah, she didn't let me down. Um, it's just probably something that I, I won't really... It's not for me. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that as the cop-out no, for shit. Because I, I can <laughs> totally understand the younger generation absolutely loving this fucking album. Mm-hmm. It's got all the right features. It's got all the fucking beats that y'all love it's got the same cadence y'all love mm-hmm. she's kind of and they'll kill me for this she's kind of a female Tory Lanez to me she Coyle can Ray. she can do she can imitate everyone else really well mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a talent I that's completely agree yeah uh, yeah I, I think it's an actual real talent mm-hmm. I never really knocked Tory for it I thought he was usually better at doing other people's style than they were mm-hmm. and I, I kind of got that from this album she's really good at Taking what's modern now and doing it better. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go back to it, but she got Young Blue, Nicki Minaj, Young and May. Oh, she had the features uh-huh. on there. She had everybody's on this fucking. Oh, album. Young and May's verse is actually crazy. Young and May got off on that. Lil Dirt, Polo G, Lil Tech, A Boogie, who? Yeah, no, A Boogie dropped something too. I, I think, right? I believe so. But let me see. Yeah, player featuring Ella Bands. There you go. Yes. Well, it was two songs. He put a little Tupac out. It was play, play, play a featuring her and then play a featuring Ella Bands. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and come on. We slack it. First, you let Wallow beat you to the Conway album. Mm. And uh-uh. now Wallow <laughs> and Gilly are on the Koi. Like, they're getting the streets and the mainstream. We are slacking. We have to get on someone's album. Do we? What about your album? Mm. I, I left Maul's name in on the drop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank I got to get Edden to speak on my album? Absolutely. <laughs> got to get Edden to close the album. I can see you on, on Wiz's solo project doing like the interludes. Wiz Khalifa? Yeah. He has to have his pantalones on, though. Thanks. He has to wear his pantalones. <laughs> I, I didn't know I, abs- that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Can't do the no pants dance? No, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> uh, guys, before y'all head out, uh, you guys got something dropping. Well, technically today. Um, yeah, on pa- Patreon, man. Mm-hmm. We did the uh, Drake versus Wayne battle with. It's not just a plug up and play records back and forth. It's a whole piece. We made it funny and behind yeah. the scenes and shit. So I don't. I, 
Have fun. I'm bad it. at selling shit. Yeah, it's nah, funny. Go it, watch that shit, man. We have fun. You know, we, we, that's what we do over here, man. We like to have fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Um, obviously, Drake and Wayne are two of our favorite artists. Uh, we always argue about who's a better rapper, who's had a better career, who's a better song maker. So we decided to sit down with the entire crew and uh, have some drinks and have some fun. And I started out cocky. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty confident in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, listen, so, tune in to see what but happens. You, but you, but you, but you absolutely have a reason to. It's Wayne. Like who, who isn't cocky yeah. with Wayne's? You know, con- well, first first five rounds, I was feeling like this might be a sweep. Yeah, I you mean, know, that, that, you know, that changed pretty quickly. I mean, it's it's it's, it's Drake, it's Wayne, it's a uh, it's a lot it's a lot of shit to pull from. Mm-hmm. I, my strategy, honestly, was I was gonna take all of his timestamp records and just play those. Yeah, but because that's when he's rapping the most, going off, mm-hmm. and it's like I was like, but how? That's not fun. Like you can't yeah. do that. You know what I mean? But Go watch it. Subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, Drake versus Wayne battle was on there. We had a lot of fun. Shout out to Peach, our ring card girl. Uh, <laughs> you know, we couldn't we couldn't find anybody. Damaris had to catch a flight, so she couldn't do it. Yeah. Benner was too tall to fit Benner in the frame. Benner was too tall to fit mm-hmm. in the frame. Uh, Edin, he couldn't count to five. Uh, <laughs> he makes us do it. <laughs> for sound check. To remind him how to. Uh, so, yeah, definitely go check out our Patreon. Subscribe. Uh, we got more shit coming for y'all. Listen, we just having fun with this shit, being stupid, having fun. And that's what it is. Why does the internet hate Nav? I because they, they made it cool to hate Nav at, at, at some point. I don't know I, why. I missed why. I just saw it. It's like the whole Nickelback thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get it. Nickelback, Nav. Yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah it's all, all the same. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. Uh, well, I like this verse on the Core the Ray shit. Nav is talented. I, Nav Listen, everything I've heard, I, just I've think, heard, I haven't heard a lot, but the stuff I've heard, I didn't dislike. Yeah, no, Nav is talented. I think people, again, like Eden said, some somewhere along the line, people just made it cool to just not like Nav. Mm-hmm. I think people just think he's like corny or whatever. Like, it's the Wale thing. He got you, got you. the Wale oh, okay, thing, okay, okay. you know what I mean? Uh, who else is in that? Uh, it was the J. Cole thing when he yeah, was Jay Cole when, definitely Cole. He was selling out arenas and Twitter yeah. was like, yo, nobody listens to Cole. I'm it's, like, yeah. well, 50,000 <laughs> people say otherwise over here. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and happy birthday to Belly. Oh, happy birthday. celebrated a birthday over the weekend. Happy and, birthday to And Belly. Summer Walker today. Happy hey. birthday, Summer Walker. Did you got today your, is her. your B-Day caption together? Or? No, nah, I thought about <laughs> uh, recording a, a post and, and dedicating it to Summer, but, mm. you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to come across disrespectful to her current relationship. Because you've already done that in the past. Yeah. And it's so, just like, I'm not trying to disrespect you. Yeah. But. So I'm just like, you know, just happy birthday, Summer Walker. Mm. Platonically. Platonically, a as a fan. As I'm sure a, your man is doing something incredible. Amazing for, for your today. birthday. Flowers and bubble baths everywhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just bubble baths every, every, just every mad baths. Every bath in the house has bubbles in it today. <laughs> it's a Home Depot and pick, Cobb Mad Tubs. Pick a bathroom that you want to take a, take a bath in today. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else? We'll, we'll be back in two days. Yeah. Right. So that's about it. My birthday's coming up soon. I don't know what the fuck to do. Hey. What are you doing, man? I don't know. May 4th, right? Mm-hmm. I already have a gift for you. Oh, thanks, man. Cinco de Cuatro? Yes, there you go. Cinco de Cuatro. I, I know that because you too sang it. Yeah. <laughs> Cinco went, de Cuatro. What? what do you be, 32 this year? 32, yeah. Wow. Getting up there, bro. Getting old, man. Yeah. You know, that milk starts spoiling around 33. It gets really bad. Oh, it's my shack on the magic year. <laughs> That is so disgusting. Why would you say that? Shaq on the magic. Why would you say that? You can't even say your Magic Johnson year. Shaq on the magic. That's just disgusting. What's wrong with you? Speaking of Magic Johnson, I hate when young chicks say it's my Jordan year. Oh, shut up. No, they don't even (laughs) give me one Jordan stack. Fucking yeah, like just shut the fuck up. Uh, 
What's wrong? Look at Peach, man. Well, that's, you know that's how Peach started. Peach that's is, how he got to start. He's he, Peach is there's something wrong with Peach. Speaking of Magic Johnson, it was an interesting uh Magic was doing something. He had an appearance somewhere, I believe. Uh and at the clinic. Came, well <laughs> he that up the basketball clinic, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it came out that in 1979, Magic Johnson turned down a stock option deal with Nike over a cash offer from Converse. His position in Nike today would be worth $5.2 billion. Damn. And he decided to turn that down in 1979 for to take the cash mm. from Converse. Um, let this be a lesson, kids, that uh, fast money is not always good. Like I always say, we don't want to go fast. We want to go right. And that is the lesson. $5.2 billion richer Magic Johnson would be today had he taken that stock yeah. option deal from Nike in 1979. He's doing all right, but... He's doing great. But five, he still kind of owns LA. $5.2 billion is a lot of fucking... He usually looks like a man that takes risks, no? I mean, he has Chuck Taylors at least. This is your last day here. I, I <laughs> didn't know that. thought that was great. I just want you to know this is the last day here. Uh, <laughs> trying to, y'all are sick, man. Y'all are, I would be so mad when he outlives me. This is the sickest fucking crew. <laughs> I would be pissed. JetBlue Airways has offered to buy Spirit Airlines for $3.6 billion. Magic Johnson could have bought, bought Spirit. With, with Spirit <laughs> Airlines had he taken that with stock option deal from Nike in 1979. With some pocket money after, too. Uh, yeah, so they're throwing a wrench into Spirit's plan because Spirit had planned to merge with Frontier Airline. Mm-hmm. And so now with JetBlue offering them $3.6 billion, I believe that this causes a bit of negotiation yeah. Because you can't just walk away from a $3.6 billion offer. I don't care who you are. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and also, Black Star has confirmed a new Mad Lib produced album, No Fear of Time, is coming in May. Nice. I know Rory is going crazy to this news. I, I absolutely am. Uh, on Friday, April 8th, subscription-based podcast network Luminary announced the resurrection of the hip-hop duo Black Star in the form of their upcoming No Fear of Time album which serves as the first release from the group since their 2011 Fix Up single. The nine-song album, which was produced in hotel rooms and dress rooms around the globe, is expected to arrive on May 3rd exclusively via Luminary. Mm -hmm. The project will arrive in conjunction with season two of the Midnight Miracle podcast, hosted by seasoned comedian Dave Chappelle and Black Star, which features a complete breakdown of their reunion story. I think that this is going to be amazing. I'm excited. For the nerds. This is for the nerds. This is the one time I'm... Actually, when I say I'm excited, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, this is this this was some some good news to uh to wake up to over the weekend. Um, I'm so yeah. Shout out to Black Star Mad Lib. I'm curious. I think it's either gonna be. I don't think there'll be a middle ground. I think I think it'll be- either be fucking incredible or Yasin is gonna take us in a direction that we are not ready for. <laughs> I think this is gonna be great. I think that it's gonna be uh. Something totally different than what we're expecting. Mm. Um, and I like the fact that they're doing kind of like a podcast around it. Yeah. And, you know, breaking down the reunion. I wonder where they got that idea. Yeah. You know, doing everything mm. that they have been pl- had that had everything that they've been working on. Um, of course, uh Mose has been through some ex- uh exciting yes. things and some crazy experiences in the last quality as well. Him as well, Quali for sure. So this, I, just, I, I don't expect Jaguar to be singing any hooks on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she won't won't be there at all. Uh, yeah, man, that's all I have at the moment. Uh, does your brother have the link to the album? Can I have it now? 
He probably does. I'm willing. To, I'm willing to bet he does. I'm gonna hit yeah. hop today. I know he got it for sure. He's he not gonna give it. it. Yeah, no, he ain't gonna <laughs> give it to me, but he definitely got it. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Cool. Oh, Pusha T says fatherhood has changed his perspective on the entire Drake beef. He sat down with uh, Deces and Mero. Shout out to Deces and Mero. And he spoke about, you know, how him having a child now, you know, looking back on the, the situation with him and Drake, you know, he understands like there are certain lines that you shouldn't cross mm-hmm. with, you know, even in, the, in the, the rap culture because he's not willing to play games when it comes to people mentioning his child. So, you know, it changes perspective on which we know life, life, life yeah. teaches you things yeah, and it changes your perspective. And I'm pretty sure having a child now, he understands Drake's stance on his family and how much he loves and protect, wants to protect his loved ones. So it was good to hear you push a, you know, speak on that and say, listen, I, my yeah. perspective is totally different now. Like it's, I understand it's certain things that you absolutely should not touch. And, um, even, you know, I guess he's basically moved on from that. He's not even mm-hmm. the whole Drake thing is. I, think, I mean, I think they both, <clears throat> probably didn't care anymore. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, Drake went on to sell out New York City for fourteen days in a row. So well, that was going to happen regardless. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure that was just a quick little uh, spar but fest that they had. Here, here's the thing, though. I may be in the minority here. I don't want a Drake and Pusha T song. Uh, Drake and Pusha T. I just don't mm. think I need it. I don't need it. Yeah, but if it happened, I would listen. I've heard the Benny and Drake song, and I love it. Yeah, I but this I, I is different. Good with that this one. is different because of their history, and mm. you know maybe they share bars about the whole battle. So that's why I would want to hear it. Would I you don't want, want them to do it, but I would listen to it. Would you want Push to go into Drake's world or Drake to go into Push Push's world? Well, I think sonically, I, I think Drake. I think it's easier for Drake to go into Push's world. I agree. I think the, the only way I would actually want to hear it though, because I would like to hear what Push would sound like on that type of shit. Yeah, some forty underwater. Drums and samples. No, Pusher can do it. Of course he can. He's yeah, fucking Pusher T. But. but I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Like, like I don't, I just don't want to hear it. If it happens, I'm gonna listen, obviously. But yeah. I just, I don't want it to happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's not one I, I definitely need. I mean, but, we got going bad after Drake and Meek. Yeah, but Drake and Meek are in the same world. Sure. And that, yeah, that didn't feel weird. It, it's not so much the the beef. If they had never beefed before, I don't think I'd ever say I want to push it to you. And, Drink some or need one. Yeah. Of course, I'm not opposed to it. But yeah. And who the fuck am I? And I wasn't crazy about going bad. It was it was cool, but I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, well, I was completely wrong. You were right on that record. Yeah. I mean, I I was like, this ain't the one. I've been up in Dykeman. They're they're playing the Fab. Love it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. No, I was in the hookah spot going crazy. Dun, dun, dun. I was going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get another blue. Dun, 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 dun. Is it Blue Mist? Is that the flavor? Blue Mist, Blue Mist is great. That's the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rory, you know he ordered four Blue Mist. Blue Mist tastes like... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> you know when that came off, Rory ordered four, four Blue Mist. You know that. Everyone got their own hookah. Yeah, I, I definitely tried to tell you back then at that, that. I thought that going, going bad, bad was trash the first time I heard it, and I was strongly mistaken. And I actually love that record. I just now. know when... I, I, you can just hear when certain records are just going to go. Not that you may like it. Like, right. I still mm. wasn't crazy about going bad. Like, I would have wanted to hear Drake and Meek on a different vibe. Mm. But I knew I'm like this record is it's gonna go. Yeah. I knew that as soon as I heard it. Uh, is there any is there any uh any more rap enemies? That rap, need, oh, they need to make tons up tons of rap. Well, enemies. I'm not talking about the that. ones that are actually really beefing. Oh. I mean, like the the uh, Pusha T Drake, Meek Drake. No, I'm all all kumbaya. As far as right now, yeah, I believe Ga- so. Game is gonna diss Eminem apparently. 
Saw that headline somewhere. Game is going to game is gearing up to dis M. Who hasn't game dis? But how you tell someone you about to dis them? Yeah, but that's why I'm in studio about to write a diss about you. That's why I fuck with game though, because he letting you know like, yo, alright, it's coming. I didn't like that shit. I'm I'm in the studio. He said something about M. On drink champs. So what? M didn't say anything. That's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you, you know got to be the first one. Now I got to dish you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love, I love game. Sometimes you got to strike first. Game, listen, I see what you're doing. Strike first because you know once Eminem decides to strike back, it's going to be on. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. That's. I think that's about it for me, fellas. I don't have nothing else that I noticed over the weekend if y'all did. We'll be back. Please yeah. feel free to uh, speak now or forever shut the fuck up. Or just tweet us. There you go. Yeah, tweet us and let us know what we missed. Let us know why you hate us. Let us know why you love us. Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, that's about it, Danny. We good? Yeah. Eddie, you're my nicker. I just want you to know that. Nika. Ni- you're my Nika. There you go. You're my Nika. Uh, all right, Rory. Well, this, you're, you're better at the this sign audio. Off. This audio journey has come to an end. I'm not good at goodbyes. That's, uh, your, that's your lane. No, no, no. This isn't a goodbye, Rory. <laughs> see you later. This is a see Never you in a couple right hours. Say goodbye. You know we pod for our living. How else are we going to eat? We have to talk to the people. Carl, you good? I'm good. Edding, you good? Yeah. All right, man. I'm that nigga. You're just ginger. Uh, we'll talk to y'all in a couple of days. Y'all be good. Be safe. Peace. <laughs> no, Rory and Mom.